0: The, the, the deepest part of who you really, really are at, at the deepest part of who you are. And Jesus actually does us a favor. Uh, you know, sometimes Jesus will tell a story and it's kind of like, okay, let's interpret this. In this particular story, right after he tells the story, he interprets it for us. So it's super easy for us today. So, um, and and he, he talks about the different attitudes and hearts that we can have towards God and openness towards God. So let's, let's look at this. Uh, let's kind of see where we fit the truth is every single one of us fits in this story somewhere. Uh, every single one of us. And, and wh- I think it's, it's healthy to take an honest look of where we actually are in this. Kay? So um, let's go to the next verse. It says, this, so this is Jesus now interpreting what we just read. He's kind of explaining it step by step. He says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path of those are, are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. So you kind of have this first type of soil, the path, right? Where it doesn't really even make it into the, into the ground. And, and again, this is, you know, like Jesus is saying, this is referring to people that are very just kind of closed off from the beginning, and Say, no, nope, want nothing to do with it. I'm not even going to let it get into my heart. I'm just kind of very c- closed off to that, okay? And, and again, I'm, I'm sure we all have kind of people in our life that probably... Uh, Had that attitude, right? And that's, that's kind of just life and living in Canada and that kind of thing. So the next kind of soil is the, the rocky soil. So this is what it says uh, in the next verse here. It says, those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. And this happens very often. This happens very often, right? Where, where someone will put their faith in God for a little bit And it's like, this is incredible, and, and, you know, apparently life in its fullest, and God loves me, and I have a purpose in life. This is so great. And then you realize, wait, it's actually really difficult to follow Jesus. It's actually, you know, culture is going one way, and then the kingdom culture, God's culture, is kind of, you know, you live life differently. it's, It's tough. And if we take an honest look, even here at Mountainside, in the last two years, two and a half years, there's been probably a lot of people that have come and said, yes, I'm all in, I'm all in, and then, whoa, this is really hard, this is really hard, never mind, kind of thing. It, 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 it happens. Following Jesus costs us everything. And, you know, it's really, uh, it's really easy, and I, I'm looking at my own life, right, to, to say, oh, I love the idea of God, but the idea of giving up everything for Him and making Him the boss of my life instead of me, oh, that's not so easy. And that's this constant struggle with me, right? It's, uh, and th- anyways, you have the third type of soil, it, it says this, the thorny soil. Um, the, the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. And if we are honest with ourselves, this is probably a lot of us in the room, right? Uh, and, and maybe, if not you, it's, it's definitely me <laughs> a lot of the time where, you know, I, I know it needs to get done. Okay, so I, so I know about God, and I'm reading the Bible, and I know I need to learn so much more, so I gotta be in study, and I gotta, be, I gotta be praying, and I gotta be fasting, and I gotta be doing the things I need to do, and it's like, oh, look, Netflix, oh, look, Instagram, oh, look, other life things, the pleasures of, of the world, right, instead of what, what God wants us to be, to be doing, and, and look, living in Canada is the very best. I, lo- I wouldn't choose any other country in the world. Canada is my country. Yes, go Canada, but look, Canada is a perfect storm for thorny soil 100% where we there's something growing But there's not really fruit coming out of it, right? It's like we're we are saved. We put our faith in God but actually Helping the kingdom grow. I mean, oh, it's, it, it can be tough work. It can be tough work And again, that's at least in my life. I can speak for myself I can't speak for you. I can speak for my life And then you have the fourth type of soil where it's just it's this beautiful picture here, but the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. And kind of there's that picture of if something's healthy, if a crop is healthy, it's going to reproduce. You know, even a hundred times. Wow. Can, can you imagine? Imagine living a life, following God, believing in God, having faith in God, and at the end of your life, you're looking back and saying, whoa, there's like a ton more people that also love God and follow God because of the life that I live. That's that's pretty cool. God used me in that way. And look, it actually can happen because he wouldn't say it if, it if it couldn't happen. But it takes persevering though, right? And, it, it, and the fact that the, the persevering word is used there means it's not easy. And it's encouraging though because you don't need to be perfect. You just need to persevere, right? And it's this constant choice of saying, God, I'm living for you. I'm going your way. I'm going to give up my way to go your way. Oh, it's hard work. But it's possible. And it's worth it. It's worth it. And knowing these types of soil and the different kind of attitudes we can have towards God and hearts towards God, I, I think it's important knowing that, that there are different types. And if we want to reach people around us, we probably should keep this in mind, right? And, and you know, if we were to take an honest um, toll of kind of our lives and our families and our friends around us, I wonder how many people we have in our life that are kind of that first soil, kind of just totally closed off, like, no. Nope, I wonder how many people in our life we have that's kind of the second soil that's like, oh, they'd be kind of open, but not if it costs something, you know? Or I wonder if we have people in our life that it's kind of, oh, they would definitely be the third soil where it's, oh, they'd, they'd be so down, but they, they wouldn't give anything up, though. Or maybe, maybe we have some people in our life that are like the fourth soil where, you know, they're just open to God. They'd be all in. You know, you, you kind of stop and think about it. And I, as I was preparing this, I was stopping and thinking a bit. And I, I kind of realized, you know what? It's probably not our place to decide who is what soil. It's probably not our place and actually I'll get rid of the word probably. It's not right for us to decide what someone else's heart is like. Say, oh, this person is definitely that. Oh, this person is definitely that kind of soil. You know what? What if we just left that to God? Because we have no control over that. Look, it's our responsibility as people that love God to plant the seed Look, regardless of what hearts look like. Because look, I bet that's what someone did for you at one point in your life. Someone, it wasn't like, oh, based on this, this, this. Oh, they're investable. Let's plant some seed. Like, no, they just planted some seed. Because you're a person and you're made in the image of God and people love you. Um, and if we ask ourselves, who needs to be evaluated? Whose heart needs to be evaluated and judged? You know, it's ourselves. It's ourselves. We shouldn't worry about what someone else's heart looks like because we can't control what someone else's heart looks like. What we actually need to be doing is looking at our own heart because guess, guess who controls your own heart? Guess who controls your own attitude? You. You. So we need to ask ourselves the question, where do, where do I fit here? What do our hearts look like? What do our ha- attitudes look like? Do we have healthy hearts that are open to God? Are we being good soil reproducing? the message of Jesus, the message of Jesus is not only um, something that that transforms others, it transforms us, right? It transforms us. Um, And and I I just want to encourage everyone in the room, we got to be aiming for that. We got to be aiming that. So that's the challenge for today, okay? This is the challenge for today. Not to judge what other people's hearts are like, but to evaluate our own hearts. Are we good soil? Do we have good hearts? Um, And to be honest, some of us haven't done this in a while. We haven't taken, an on, and, and maybe some of us have, have never done it, where we've taken an honest step and said, what, what does my heart look like right now? What does my attitude look like right now? What is my relationship with God? You know, and maybe some of us are brand new to church. Maybe some of us have been to church forever. And maybe some of us in the room right now are hard soil. And, and, you know, this whole time, if we, if we were to evaluate it, it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, you seem like a nice guy, you know, whatever, tell your little cheesy stories at the beginning, whatever, that's cool, um, but I don't really like what you're talking about, and I don't really get it, and I don't really know why this many people come to this, and, it, you know, and, and that's okay, we're just, we're just glad you're here, but look, I want to I wanna speak some life over you, okay? I want to speak some life over you. Let the message of Jesus become real. Um, you don't need to think like you've always thought. You can, you can rethink some things. God loves you. He's, he, he's real. And in the name of Jesus, let that sink into your heart. Let that sink into your heart a little bit, okay? I speak that over you. Maybe some of us in the room this morning are uh, rocky soil. And, and uh, this seemed like a good idea at first. And it was like, oh, th- this, is, this is so great. God loves me. I've got a purpose. Uh, you know, this is great. And then life gets really, really difficult. And it's kind of this thing like, oh, this seemed way easier at first. Now it's getting real maybe we feel like giving up, I want to speak over you today, don't give up, find hope, have heart, receive strength from Jesus, because he's got enough for you, he does, you, you haven't come this far to stop, don't give up, and in, in, in the name of Jesus, we speak that over you, have, have good soil in your heart, let, let your heart be changed, okay, um, maybe some of us in the room are, are thorny soil. And, you know, I, again, this is, this is my struggle. This is a constant battle for me, right? Where, you know, I believe in God. I have faith in God. I want to do what God wants. But yet there's constant distraction from the world of doing other stuff. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I, I know what I'm supposed to do, but oh, I'm so distracted over here. And it's kind of this, this constant tension. Look, I, I, I want to in- encourage you this morning. Um, choose Jesus, even when it costs you something. Choose Jesus, even when you would rather choose something else. Uh, and, and I speak that over you. Choose Jesus over the world, okay? Shrug off the complacency uh, in kind of the, the when, when we're half-hearted, and let's, let's just get to the point where we are willing to do whatever it takes to see God's kingdom grow, okay? Because that's the best life that we can live. That's the best life that we can live. So, so in the name of Jesus, let our hearts just be changed, transformed into that, okay? I speak, I speak that over you. Because good soil, that's the goal. Good soil is the goal, and, and God wants us to bring uh, to that, us to that place. And, and I, I believe here at Mountainside Church that that's what we are. That's what we have inside of us, good soil. The fact that we're here, uh, you know, two and a half years in, and we're still growing and still seeing lives change, this kind of thing, it shows there is good soil here, and we're going to keep uh, running towards that goal and pushing ourselves toward that goal, okay? So, um, so the question has to come down to then. Okay, so... Brunson, you keep talking about have good soil, have good soil. Don't be like these other things. Have good soil. Open your heart toward God. Have good attitudes toward God. Okay, so how do you actually do that then? (laughs) How do you actually do that? And I want to point to just um, uh, one one story in the scripture, and I I have a verse where um, there's the people of Israel, and God's talking about them And he kind of acknowledges they have really, really, really hard hearts, hearts like stone. But look what in Ezekiel 36 says, uh, just to give you some hope today. This is God talking. He says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I just want to make sure we all get that deep, deep, deep in our hearts, okay? Nothing's impossible for God. He can take a heart of stone and can turn it into something real and soft and squishy, okay? Um, and with that, I'm going to invite my friend Jorge up to the front, wherever he is, if he's in the room, hypothetically. Yeah, so, so Jorge, uh, he's going to help us uh, preach today, just r- very briefly. Uh, George leads our, our junior youth, and uh, let's just show some love to George as he, as he speaks to us today. <laughs> Thanks, George. Here, you can have this. Uh, oh, you can have this there, Georgie boy. This one's on,
1: no, no, it's muted. Hello, hello, hello. It works. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to take the, uh, the next few minutes I have. Also, pardon my voice cracks if I have any. I am very nervous. Don't know why, and very nervous. You guys are all intimidating. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so I love that we're talking about all, uh, all these types of soils. And like I said, I just want to take the next few minutes to. Um, to just look over uh, three scenarios, three situations uh, where, where the person in the story is, um, pardon me as I look for it. You know, Jeremiah has like 50 some odd chapters. <laughs> I tell you, it's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. So I want to take a different look at, a uh, different perspective at the soils. I want to take a look at what happens when, uh, when we get rejected or what happens when we deem the soil unfit. Uh, and like I said, three scenarios that I want to go through. And the first one's found in uh, Jeremiah chapter 18, uh, verses 3 to 6. Didn't realize it was going to be so dark. So, just to set context, um, Jeremiah, one of God's prophets, is having this conversation with God. And uh, God tells Jeremiah, hey, go down to the potter's house. And once you get there, I'm going to give you my message. So, Jeremiah is already at the potter's house in this, uh, in this case, right? And he says, uh, and I saw him working at the wheel, but the pot he was shaping from clay was marred, and marred means disfigured, marred means ruined, it was spoiled. So he was saying that, uh, uh, that the, the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best fit to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord, like clay In the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. Praise God for his word. Uh, So, basically... Uh, we need to understand, before we continue, we need to understand the process of pottery, especially back in ancient Israel. You need to understand that pottery was a very del- delicate process. If, uh, if you messed up while you were making uh, one of your jars, more often than not, you would have to scrap it and start all over again. So Jeremiah had this in his mind. He, he grew up with this culture. So he goes to the potter's house and he sees that the potter is working on this jar. And as he's watching the potter, he sees that that the jar ends up getting messed up. And in his mind, Jeremiah is probably thinking, oh, well, you know what? He's probably going to have to scrap it now because it's ruined. He's probably going to have to start all over again. But Jeremiah gets surprised when he realizes that the potter actually continues to form the jar. He continues to make a new jar out of the same clay that was just ruined. And God comes into the picture and he says, Jeremiah, look. The same way that you, that you deemed that jar unfit, I'm here to tell you that that's not how I view it. Even though you deemed it unfit, I was still able to make something beautiful out of it. Even though you saw it broken, even all you saw was brokenness, I still saw potential for beauty. right? And, and you may be saying, well, how does this relate to the soil? How does this relate to uh, the four kinds of soils that, that we've been talking about? Well, sometimes in our life, many times in our life, we're going to have to uh, face rejection. Because not everyone who we go up to with the message of Jesus is going to accept it happily and wholly. Most of the time, we're going to go up to people with the message of Jesus, and they're going to be like, well, you know what? That's not for me. It's not something that, that, I, can, that I can do. God and myself, we just don't resonate. Or, or maybe I've just walked so far without God. What makes you think that I can come back to God and he would accept me? right? Or we even walk up to the soil sometime and, and we say, well, you know what, God, that, that's just, it just doesn't look right. I mean, I've seen so many people go up to the soil. I've seen so many people go and just get rejected time and time and time again. So what difference does it make, God, if I go up to them? Will I not get rejected myself also? I love how we're talking that. That it's not us who, who is changing the soil. It's not us who are changing the hearts. Because like we see back in the Old Testament, back in ancient Israel, uh, how God was saying, it's not, it's not us who's changing the hearts, but it's him. The same way it's not us who are making the soil fit, but it's him. And, and I'm just here to say, if, uh, if some of us are in that place where, where we're working on someone, where, where we, we've been trying to get someone the message of Jesus, but they constantly keep on rejecting us. I just want to say, don't give up, like Pastor Bronson was saying, don't give up, don't give in. And if you haven't faced a situation like that, don't back down either. Because he, here's one thing. I, lo- I like how we're talking all about planting the seed because I want us to walk away with one thing. We need to realize that we can't reap what we have not sown. We can't see growth if we haven't put in the effort. If we, ha- we can't see growth if we haven't put anything in the ground, first of all. Right? And just because, just because we've seen rejection, just because all we know is rejection, it doesn't mean that that's how it's going to be always. Because you never see the roots growing under the ground. When you plant something, you don't see it grow right off the bat. So when you go up to someone and, and you give them the message of Jesus, if, if, they, if they've rejected it, maybe once, maybe twice, maybe three times... It's not, it's not that nothing has happened, but rather, when you give the message of Jesus, you are actually setting a miracle in motion, right? Because every time you face rejection, the greater the pushback, the greater the opposition, the greater the miracle you're going to see on the other side once you actually get to the other side. But we have to continue to pour into it because you need to realize that the sower, when he went out to sow, first off, The fact that he knew the four different kinds of soils, the fact that he came into contact with these four different kinds of soils, meant that he was going from place to place, right? So, first he was exploring. Next thing, the fact that he knew that that it was growing, or the fact that he knew that it wasn't growing, meant that he was also continuing to go back to the soil. He never just planted and then walked off. He was never just like, okay, okay, do your thing. No, 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 no. He actually planted. Right? And, and I'd like to think that he would go and check up on it. He would go to check up and see if it was growing. Because then that way he would know, well, I can continue to plant there. I can continue to water it. I can continue to pour into it. And that's what we have to do. right? Because like I said, when we give the message of Jesus, we're setting a miracle in motion. When we give the message of Jesus, it, it's beginning something in there. And I'd like to take uh, the, second, the second account, which is actually Paul, one of the, one of the greatest apostles that, uh, that we could read about. Uh, Paul is it's an insane story because you need to understand his, uh, his past before we, can, uh, before we can see all the works that he did. Paul, before he was Paul, name was Saul, but we'll just stay with Paul just so we don't get confused. So Paul, what he used to do was that he used to hunt down Christians, right? And he used to kill them. And he did this so much that it was almost like out of sport, right? He would, he would ask for the missions where, uh, where he would like kill Christians. And, um, and on his way to one of these missions, he encounters God right and from that moment where he encounters God he has a complete like 180 turn towards God and we see that God changed his heart he had the encounter and God changed his heart and then we see again later on when he's preaching he comes in contact with this young woman whose name is Lydia and if you read this in Acts chapter 16 I think it's chapter 16 verse 14 uh he is it up there Oh, it is up there. So he's preaching. And when you see that, it says, the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. And when you see that, it didn't say, Paul's words opened her heart to his message. It never said, Paul opened her heart to his message. It said, the Lord opened her heart to Paul's message. So So we need to realize all over again, Our job is literally to go and plant the seed. Our job is literally to go and give the word, right? Because in this case, Paul was giving the word, but it was God who was working on the heart. In our cases, it's us who are planting the seed, but God's working on the soil. It's us who are giving the word, but God's working on the heart. Because I think we said this maybe last week, we're not called to be saviors. We're called to be sowers. We have a responsibility, And God will handle the rest. Even though God can do it, we still have a responsibility to actually go and drop the seed. We actually have that responsibility to go and plant the word. To go and just speak the name of Jesus over their lives. Right? Because, like I said, we can't reap what we haven't sown. And at the end of the day, it's all about God. At the end of the day, it's only him who actually makes that soil worthwhile like it's only him who actually makes that soil fit whenever we saw it unfit so i'd just like to invite pastor bronson back up if you'd like to finish
0: all right awesome show some love to this man come on that's good (laughs) thanks jorge that's awesome that's good I feel energized now, and I, I look really underdressed now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Come on, <laughs> Come on man. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Appreciate you, Jorge. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a, a good word, right? But what, Jorge, what Jorge was talking about at the end there. Paul's talking to this girl, Lydia, telling her about Jesus. And, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't Paul opened her heart. It's God opened her heart, right? And I, I love this later, too. There, there's, there's another verse. Um, that Paul's writing to it, to another friend um, in uh, First Timothy, and, and I think we have it on the screen too. He says this, I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. All people. So, people like this, people like that. People over here, people over there. Like, literally, all people pray for all people. And then skip a verse, go to three. It says, this is good and pleases God our Savior. Who wants who? All people people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth so it, it's kind of filling this in on how Paul kind of saw the world and how he saw people is Paul would be praying that people would find Jesus so I, I wonder when when you know just like the story Jorge was telling us about he's reaching this girl Lydia he's telling Lydia about Jesus Paul was probably thinking God open her mind open her heart to who you are he was relying on God and the prayers that he was saying to God for that to actually be the impact of his ministry, and for what what he would do. Um, And that's exactly what God did. So I want to suggest today that, you know, we talked about a lot today, okay? I know there's been a lot today. But I want to suggest to you today that there's different soils, there's different attitudes and hearts that we can have towards God. We should be aiming for good soil. We should be aiming for good soil. And no matter how far off we think we are, or someone else is, God can bring anyone to that point. And so we should be praying that that would happen, okay? And that's, that's, that's the main thing that I want to leave you with today. Is this, is that um, the soil determines what happens to the seed, okay? The soil determines what happens to the seed. The seed is a good seed, but where it lands, that determines what happens to that seed, okay? So since that's true, we should be praying for good soil. I'm talking about our own lives. We should have the prayer routine that says, God, make my heart good. Make my heart good soil open to you. That's, that's just wants what you want. And not only that, we should be praying for our friends and our family. God, let them be good soil. We're not taking on the responsibility of personally changing that. We're trusting that you will do that. But God, we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray for that to happen, okay? Um, that, that God would turn hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. And again, not only for other people, for us. <laughs> to change us, it starts with us, right? And He's changed people before, so why couldn't He do it again? Why not? And, uh, you you know, I really want to challenge you on this. Don't ever stop believing in people. Don't ever stop believing in people. Never write someone off, okay? Never do that. Let's plant the seed regardless of of where we would guess they are on their openness to God and this kind of thing. Let's just tell others about Jesus. Let's invite others to church events where they can hear about God. Let's show them love. Let's show them generosity. Let's show them God's heart, really, because He can turn any heart into anything he wants. He can turn any heart into good soil, okay? And maybe you're here thinking, but, but Michael, what if we plant seed on, on, and, and we vest a lot into something and we, we plant and we plant and plant and at the end of the day, it turns out it was on the path. It was on hard hearts and nothing happened. So what? That's not your responsibility. That's, that's between that person and God. Our responsibility is not to save people. Our responsibility is to simply plant the seed, plant the seed, plant the seed. Remember, we are not the message. Jesus is the message. We are the messenger, okay? Um, since the t- soil determines what happens, let's pray for good soil, okay? Let's pray for good soil. Um, and, and just as, as, as we close here, I, I really want to challenge you. Uh, next week is Easter time. This is a great opportunity to practice what we're, we're preaching here today, uh, this morning. And, and I have a, a, a bold ask for you is I'm challenging every single person in the room, every single person connected to Mount Sight, to invite three friends to next uh, week Easter, okay? We're having a huge Easter party. Um, we're doing just three songs right up front, nice and simple. Uh, you know, I'm up here normally 30, 35 minutes. We're going to cut that to 20 minutes. Kay? I'm going to try my best, <laughs> okay, 20 minutes. I know you're all laughing at me, like, yeah, right, bro. So, no, seriously, I'll time it. Um, we're going to have the inflatables. We're going to have um, live, uh, live animals. We have a little bunny. Uh, and a bunch of little chicks, cheep, cheep, cheap, cheap, cheap kind of that your kids can take pics with, and then we'll print off the pictures and give it to you as this little souvenir. Um, a bunch of different food stations all over. Uh, kids and youth treat bags, like an Easter egg hunt for the kids. Like, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And if we're honest, there's something special about Easter time, Right? where people are just a little more open to church, a little more open to faith, a little more open to God. Let's not miss this opportunity, okay? Um, and as we are thinking about this, let's be praying for good soil. God, that, that our friends and family would be good soil. So just as we close for real, uh, the final, uh, with the invite, just three easy steps, okay? Uh, the first thing is I, I challenge you, pray and choose three friends to invite, okay? Uh, just really consider it, think about it. Second thing, let's pray for them that they would be open, that they would be good soil, that they would, they would have attitudes and hearts that are somewhat open to God. Say, yeah, may, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. And, and the third thing is uh, simply text them, send them an email, um, uh, Facebook them, call them, whatever it is, and just the website link is just mountainside.church slash Easter. And say, hey, would you consider coming to this Easter service with me, to this Easter party with me? Um, and maybe you're here thinking, like, Hey, that's kind of happened to me like someone invited me here, and I didn't really know who God is this what they're doing with me kind of thing And you know, I just want to say something the fact that you're here Shows there's some good soil in you. So be encouraged with that be encouraged with that. That's that's awesome uh, So I'm gonna invite just Neil back up. Uh, he's just gonna lead us in a, in a song as, as we close here um, And is fo- is inviting someone out next week at risk. Absolutely. It is. It's terrifying I have my three friends Scary stuff that, that you know, because it's, 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 it's bold, right? Hey, would you come to the church service with me? Would you come to an Easter service with me? Um, but maybe they'll come, and maybe they'll hear about Jesus. And, and I'm reminding myself, it's not my job to go save my friends. It's my job just to give them a chance, to show them who Jesus is, to, to let them know, right? Um, and I'm telling you, this Easter, this Easter can be that chance. April 21st, 2019, why not? Why not? God's done it before. He can do it again. Um, so let's learn to, to be people of good soil, to have good soil, to have good hearts, open to God, doing whatever it takes for God. But let's be people who pray. Let's be people who pray for our friends and our family that they too would be open to God and have good soil and and, and make a difference, okay? And, and just one final note, maybe there's someone in your life that you're like, you know, I feel like they might be open to God and this kind of thing, but they're not like your best friend. They're not like your family. It's kind of just like you kind of just know them. Hey, maybe God put them in your life for that reason. To say, hey, I know we've never really hung out before, but would you come to an Easter service with me? An Easter party next week? It's gonna be fun. Here's a website. Inflatables. What can go wrong, right? <laughs> like, let's go. And, and of course, the reason why we do all this is so that people can have an opportunity to know who Jesus is, right? And I, I wanna let you know, maybe you're here and you're saying, Mike, I'm not fully understanding everything you're saying, but this is interesting to me. I want to let you know, you can have a relationship with God. God loves you so much that when he, He sees you, He smiles. When He sees you, He's not, you know, thunderbolting you, like, oh, you screwed up, this kind of thing. No, 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 He loves you so much that He sent His Son, Jesus, from heaven to earth. And when we put our faith in Him, we can have a relationship with Him. We can know God. We can have a new way of living all of our sins, all of our mistakes, wiped clean in a new relationship with God. Okay, I want to encourage you, if you've never done that before, you can have that relationship, okay? And, and we're going to, the whole point of next week is we're just going to present that, that message as clearly as possible, okay? So make sure you invite your friends uh, and family. So here's what we're going to do. Um, Neil's just going to lead us, just, just for a minute here. Um, and as he's leading us, could we kind of just close our eyes, just kind of focus on ourselves, just us and God? And could we pray about, and could we think about who we potentially could invite next Sunday? Whether it's a friend, a uh, friend from work or school, maybe someone we're really close with, maybe someone we just kind of know, maybe it's a family member, I don't know, maybe it's a neighbor, whatever it is, but could we just take a minute as Neil leads us so well, uh, and, and let's, just, let's just pray about that, let's just think about that, okay? And then I'll, I'll come back to give you some more instruction, okay?
2: Walking around these walls, I thought by now they'd fall. But you have never failed me, yet. waiting for chains to. Knowing the battles won, for you have never failed me yet. Your promise still stands, great is your faith. is my comfort.
0: Here. So, who we've been thinking about and praying about, I was just, hey, maybe, maybe this person would come. This kind of thing. Well, let's just take another minute as as Neil continues to lead us, and let's just take another minute and let's now pray for those people specifically, those people we have in our mind that you know maybe this person, maybe this person. Let's pray for those people now that their hearts would be good soil. Again, realizing that we can't control someone's heart, but God can turn a heart of stone into a heart of flesh. God can change hearts. God can change attitudes and mindsets. So let's just take a minute now and let's pray for our friends and family that don't know God, that they would have just soft hearts, okay? So let's let's do that. Thanks, Neil. I I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you. I'm always trying to encourage. I'm always trying to challenge. Um, t- to pull out your cell phone and invite those people now. This this is when it gets really gutsy, right? <laughs> um, and I believe that God has courage for us in the room. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to text some people. Um, maybe you want to Facebook them. Maybe you want to email them. Maybe you want to call them. Um, and obviously, there's no pressure. It, it's not like do it now or you're not going to do it. Maybe it's this afternoon. Maybe you see them in person this week, you know, this kind of thing. Um, but let's just take a minute, and hey, if it is a texting thing, pull up the phone. We'll do it as a church family. We're all <laughs> inviting, you know, the, those people we're doing. So let's just take one more minute, Kay, and uh, let's let's actually go do it now. Okay, so thanks, Neil, for leading us. You're so great. One more time. Let's go.
2: i you move. Oh <laughs>
0: we still doing that and we'll do it this afternoon and this week and this kind of thing um, but I want to thank you thank you for being a church that, that cares about people you know sometimes it can be so easy to get inward focused where it's about us 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 how do we how do we collect how do we get more how do we consume 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 but we all know following Jesus is so not that following Jesus is, about, is anti that it's about no what do we give up to help other people have more right loving others and and that kind of thing and just so thank you for being being people that do that that's who you are appreciate that um let's just close in prayer and then we'll we'll take up the giving and then we'll be done lord thank you for my friends in the room i pray every single one of us would have the courage to invite people lord to to next week god And, and if it's not to next week then just as we live our lives god just showing your kindness your generosity your goodness god I pray that we'd be people of good soil, good hearts, ready to receive who you are in your message. We love you, Jesus. We do all this because we love you. In your name, amen. Amen. Um, So we're going to call up the ushers now uh, real quick. Uh, We're just going to take up some giving. Um, There's no pressure if you uh, don't want to, but if you want to give, you can give here. Uh, You can give through um, uh, cash or check, through the, the red buckets that we're handing out here. Um, or you can give, we have an iPad at the back that you can give uh, digitally there. Um, and then we also have our website, mountainside.church, slash give, uh, that you can uh, gift <laughs> as well. And uh, y- you know, there, there's so many expenses that uh, Mountainside has. It's not only staff, it's renting, it's running events. It, you know, like, like we're doing the event, the, uh, the Easter egg hunt event, someone's got to buy popcorn. <laughs> You know, we, we got to get money for that somehow. Uh, it's going to, things like that. Next week, we have inflatables. Those aren't cheap, but it's effective in reaching people, right? And I mean, we want our kids to come out and have an awesome time. We love, we love our families. We love our kids. So I really wanted to encourage you, if you want to be a part of it, uh, you, you can just go online as well and, um, and do that. Final announcement, we have the prayer corner over here. If you need prayer for anything, There's going to be an awesome group of people that are willing to pray with you. Be as specific as you want, as vague as you want. Um, And other than that, get pumped for next week. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's typically our our biggest Sunday of the year. And uh, yeah, we're just so psyched for it. We're so psyched. So God bless. Thanks for being here. See you next week.